A long opener. Silence, silence, silence. I was silent for so long that I forgot how to speak. Crazy people, crazy people. Alright, proper introductions. This is episode one of 2024. And the title is The Four Stages of Bliss. Today is the 16th of July 2023. I find it important to say that because I am trying to avoid to get into too much pressure at one time. Okay, this apple is rotten. What does that mean? Hard to say. It basically means that, you know, you just have to clean it or eat around it. All right. All right. There's a loose contact on this mic, which also means I cannot directly record into the computer anymore, but it still can charge it. Sorry, but that was like heavy, hectic. I keep using that term emotional weightlifting. I don't know what I all did. Today was an insane day. I just made so much art. I was so riled up because so many things came together. And then I had this pressing idea. You know, because I have to always occupy myself with something so that I can keep saying that I'm actually working. If I'm just slacking off, right, if it's if it gets boring, I have to change something. And now I realized this podcast is making me a little bit nervous. Because I don't want to run out of time again and then have to record like... I don't know, six hours in one day. Sure, I can do that. Or I can just stretch it out a little. Just start recording early. I've already named all the episodes. And this one, have I said it already? Oh yeah, the four stages of bliss. You know, at the moment I'm smoking cannabis. Um, Yeah, I could say a friend gave me some, but he kind of left it. And I wasn't sure if that counts amongst men as, you know, here's a present for you. But if you leave weed lying around in my presence, then you have to be concerned about me taking it. Without saying a word, 
because I need this literally to relax myself. Not as much as I used to, but I still sometimes feel like I just need this to move on. And what I still haven't gotten over is this feeling of I hate that I'm doing this. And it's interesting because I just read, no, I didn't read anything. I was listening to this Joseph Campbell blah blah of myth, right? I don't know, you have to look it up. If you enter Joseph Campbell and myth, you're going to get like six interviews. I also released the video on my channel on YouTube where I just put some background there. It's like six hours. I cut them all together. It's fairly nice to listen to. If you like the visuals, go for it. You know, it was like a nice stormy day. I edited it a bit. Just something to cling to if you're like really desperate to see something moving, right? It's like also a form of therapy. Sure. Why not, right? It's like... You know, I keep listening to this, but I cannot remember the title, which is a good sign because I'm still letting go. And that's really scary, I have to say. It's still weird that I'm recording this in 2023 July already. But I just want to make sure that I'm ready for whatever is coming. And when I know, let's say, in August that my podcast is already done, then I can totally relax. Because, right, sure, I also make sure that YouTube keeps going. Um, we'll see if I can maintain daily videos. I think it's possible. At the rate that I'm going, it certainly is possible, but that also makes YouTube something that I have to do continuously because recording and cutting videos takes more effort than just recording a podcast episode because I don't have to render the file. just have to, you know, change a bit like the bass settings and the treble and a bit more volume or something just that my voice sounds richer. It's already rich, you know. I know that. I've been talking a lot. I've been cleansing my my throat chakra and I'm preparing myself to sing. But I'm still like stuck in a lot of hatred. And when I sit down here, I can feel it and I start projecting it onto everything. And that's also a lot of hatred I pick up from people. There's that word again. I just listened to one episode where I was like stuck on that word people because it's a really weird word. Now that I say it, you know, I also have to remember that it is a really weird word. But so is word. But I also keep coming back to English. You know, I sometimes think I have to also do a German podcast and I already started one, but I just don't want to do it 
because I'm already so loaded with producing content in English that if I would take German into this, there's no end to it. I mean, then I would start writing German books again. Then I would also make German music. And then maybe I would have to have a German Instagram account because I know I am like this. You know, if I do it, I'm doing it. But right now I'm doing English. And I think I want to keep it that way. You know, I want my creative self to be English. I want my, you know, this is me, the artist, barbarian lunatic, that's like an alter ego. I can have that and then I can just be Christopher during the day. Because all my madness is already channeled into my creative work. But I don't always have that. Because there are times where I just don't do anything creative. You know, okay, you know, physically creative because I invent new ways to move for myself. Sure, I've seen it from others. But, yeah. I'm considering whether to smoke. I've already rolled one. I just used some, not for this one, but for the previous two or three. <laughs> I used mint. Yeah, I cannot say I liked it. Actually, it riled me up. Actually, it's like really refreshing. But it scared me a little, to be honest. Like, mint seems to be a powerful plant. And I got it from a friend who grows it in his own garden. Which makes it even more powerful. Like, that was insane. So I went back to sage tobacco, and cannabis. I also smoked HHC. You know, I'm just going to do like a recap so that you roughly know where I'm standing. And I'm sure at one point I'm going to get towards the four stages of bliss. I'm trying to keep these still at roughly one hour because it looks like that I only am allowed to upload files that are basically no larger than 150 megabyte which I find a little tedious because I like quality and I was at first with rss.com and I switched because I just didn't have money anymore so I switched to Acast which is free but I cannot upload WAF WAV files, which is to me a superior, you know, audio format. But that's just being like picky. So now I have to live with it that I have to compress my audio into an MP3 and that I don't use 360 kilobyte per second but more like the standard one right and I think I'm actually doing community service with this because the less data I, I upload into the internet you know the less energy is going to be used to store it and to keep it basically from vanishing 
So I also stopped using 4K resolution in my videos because I just thought it's ridiculous. I mean, I liked it how sharp it looks, but who the fuck gives a shit? Because it's digital anyway. To you, you know, it's like, it's not real. You may feel things when you watch my content or listen to it, but, you know, I don't need people in here that get off on HD and um, high quality audio files. Because, you know, what I like is, for example, just like a CD player <laughs> with like really cheap speakers. It's like a bit of a rusty feel to it. You know, you're never sure if it's going to last the day or something. You know, that kind of stuff. I mean, if you have something like this, that really keeps you busy, right? It's like a relationship. And, you know, I'm starting to get into this now. But I just also, I don't really want to be really like a smoker. I don't know why I'm smoking so much at the moment. I always say I need it. But to be honest, the last year of episodes, I never smoked cannabis at all. As I remember it, I drank coffee, I ate pancakes. And now I'm kind of back into this smoking habit. And I walk around and I just want to have weed everywhere. You know, I can manage... But I'm also really lazy. And one reason why I'm really lazy is because everybody tells me to chill all the time. And I'm like, what the fuck, man? Why should I chill all the time? I mean, everybody says that, you know, chill. Yeah. You know, I can't help it. If you smoke, you get tired. If I smoke, I get riled up. I mean, the kind of shit that happened last year. Basically, I mean, for me, it's this year, of course. For you, it's like last year. See, I still have that in mind. I'm such a genius. Now I miss the mint taste already. I'm going to mix some in. Because it gives it a really nice, fresh flavor. But it's also a bit intimidating, to be honest. Because it's so present. I think it's good for the spirit. You know, I don't know. I cannot say that smoking is bad. Because when I feel stuck and I smoke, I suddenly relax a little. And then I can feel again instead of thinking so much. But the thoughts come anyway. I'm still hearing voices that hasn't left. I would say it got worse. I think there are more voices now. And sometimes I just say, just fucking leave me alone, man. You know, I don't even know to who I'm talking, but it just pisses me off that I'm talking to somebody. You know, sometimes I just want it to be quiet. And I think that's like... When we're talking about, yeah, you're going to say ingenious, but when we're talking about the four stages of bliss, then that's a very essential quality. It's like silence. 
you know, let's talk about this a little. What are the four stages of bliss, would you say? And now I'm trying to find something with smoking because when I look at the filter, and here I'm not even using a filter, but that also gets brown. And when I use a filter and I see how dark it is afterwards, I'm always wondering how my lungs look like. But then I think, maybe it's not that bad. Yeah, and then I go to the forest and I start running and I think, yeah, it's pretty bad. <laughs> see, yeah, that's this kind of, right? It's like madness. I don't know where madness starts. Maybe four stages of bliss starts with sanity. Because everybody thinks they're sane. I mean, as a child, I didn't really think I was insane or stupid. I felt like other people thought so. And I cannot say what I thought of smoking. Because already... In 8th grade, where I was like 15, I was starting to draw these birds. And they all always had a joint in their hand. Which is interesting. But actually, the joint didn't wasn't lit. I never drew lit joints. And now I do. So maybe I started living. Because if I hadn't started smoking cannabis then I can surely say I would have never experienced what bliss actually feels like which is not really true but I think it is because when I remember back in the days back in the days you know I have so many like last draw joints here and I'm always thinking you know am I greedy enough to smoke them or am I just going to chuck them and be a bit like luxurious? You know, it's like the Chinese do it or Japanese with the green tea. You know, the first batch, you, th you know, you put the tea leaves in the teapot and then you pour water on top. And I think you let it sit for 30 seconds and then you throw the water away. Um, some po people say it's a waste. They say that rich people did this just to show that they can. But maybe there's something to it. I'm not quite sure. But I think if uh, green tea gives you stomach cramps, it's either cheap or you have some cleansing to do, that's for sure. Um, oh, wow. Did it change something? Is it still connected? Because I touched the mic. Yeah, it says like switch positions you know that's how i say it now you know it says it says this is how these messages come through and people always act like i'm lazy but if they would know what's going on in my mind they would go insane i once had a dog in my room and i was smoking Fry ar fly agraric, argaric, that's I think how it's called, Amanita muscaria, I dried them, and I chopped them up and I smoked them, I think I'm going to do that again another time, why not tonight, Jesus man.
you know, chill, right? Slow down. I'm already in madness. Do I want to open the portals to the underworld? Says like, sure, why not? <laughs> you know, why do I always say it says? You know, I sometimes feel like one of the stages of bliss is certainly acceptance. So I would say that I would first say what comes is the question. Because if you have no question, you know, then you're not looking for an answer. So I think my question was always, is this really it? That's the question I remember the longest when I said to myself, I mean, that can't be all. There has to be more to life. And then it was a set of experiences that basically sprang forth from this question of, you know, what else is there? Or can there be more? Or could it be different? You know, it's like various ways of expressing the feeling that I had that something was like different than it could be. But I had this feeling it could be better. But because I didn't see it, or the message didn't sink in, you know, I tried to find ways and I didn't even know I was doing this. I was just looking for something apparently. But I would have never said that I was looking, you know, I was just doing things. And sometimes I had like moments where I remembered something, but I didn't really see any connections. And that started much later after I had already, you know, done a lot of studying. And why I would say I wasn't really in bliss back then is maybe I wasn't smoking. But that wasn't really it. It was because I was studying, but what I wanted to do was play frisbee. And that's interesting because this thing with the myth from Joseph Campbell, he says that there's somebody, it's like a child, and the child only wants to do what the child wants to do. And the father says, you know, well, I never did a thing I want in my life. And then Joseph Campbell says, you know, that's such a sad thing to say. But to be honest, I'm not really doing always what I want. I'm doing what I feel is right. And that pisses me off. Right. So I'm trying to shape it in a way that I also align what I want with what I feel is right. Because that's when we get back to this acceptance. If I cling to the way it should be, then I cannot see the way it is. So you have a question and you want to find an answer. That means you have to look at what you got. What do you have available, right? Like, what are the cards in your deck or something? Or everybody has the same cards and the same deck, but they mean different things, right? For one person, maybe the Jack is a rascal. And for the other one, he's like the, the savior. Because if I can be a bit stupid in life, and I can be a bit clumsy, and I can be a bit mad, 
then that gives me a lot of freedom to just be however I want to be. And that means you can just be like a child again. And I think that's the real challenge to grow up, become an adult, learn your lessons, but be playful with it so that you keep learning. Because if you start thinking that you're already, you know, now I'm grown up, you know, I don't have to learn anything. Now it's just retirement and death. Yeah, you know, you're going to wither away. And I've seen people wither away who try to live like this, who try to relax into retirement and doing nothing. And it looked like their candle was being extinguished. But that also probably has to do with appreciation. And, you know, if there's nobody that awakens you, right? I was awakened by people and by experiences. And because I have like very, a large set of very intense experiences, I've grown quite fast. But I also was looking for these experiences. But I also had people that basically funded these experiences financially. And I've never made it a secret that I had great support from my parents. And then I can sit here and record this in such a relaxed fashion as the result of my parents funding my apartment. And... It's really strange, but my neighbors, they save food from supermarkets. And sometimes I have so many bananas that I just make jam with it. Now I just made a large batch of like pancake, banana pancake dough. And I have like, you know, banana jam and I made banana mousse and I just banana curry. Just eat bananas with everything. And I have to say, it also keeps me going. And I poop quite nice. It's like, it was, you know, it, there were times where it was worse. Yeah, it feels good to eat an apple when you smoked. So that's also something that I learned. Is it called contenance? Stability, more balance. I've done a lot of like yoga, but without doing these asanas, just my own style. I call it monkey yoga. You can see it on YouTube. I don't think I named it monkey yoga, but if you check out the art of movement, You're going to find some things. So it's basically... I'm still greedy. But it's less severe. Like less bad. I'm still greedy, right? But it's more like focused greed. There are certain things I'm really greedy for. It's like going to nature seeing certain people that I trust now, doing my creative work. I'm greedy with food. 
people with the love I already said that smoking things that I appreciate you know these little things of comfort that probably a hobbit would have you know, also drank once in a while a beer yeah I think that's alright you know I don't want to drink it every day it doesn't have to be too maybe it can be a beer with coke or something I used to like drinking Cuba Libre I'm not sure if I want to go down that road if I drink some puka, I think it's alright. But if I would buy, you know, I could make that. But I'm not so sure, you know, I've been craving it to be honest. I like lime. You know, I like rum. I like coke. And if I say like, you know, one evening. Or maybe, you know, for one month. I'm gonna drink once in a while a Cuba Libre instead of smoking. So four stages of bliss. You know, it's like weird, you know, am I to put them in order now? So I would say then stage one is asking questions. Then I would say stage two is finding answers. And some of these answers you will find inadequate or infuriating because an answer could be, you know, what's going on and then the answer is you're an asshole. <laughs> it's like, shit, that's what I was trying to avoid. Here we are. But it's all relative because it's probably if you didn't realize you were an asshole then the reason for that is probably that everybody else is also an asshole and that the reason why you were an asshole was because you were identifying with the way other people are and that's when your realization is you know you're asking questions you know you're finding answers you know how can I live better stop being such an asshole it's like fuck <laughs> and then comes acceptance right and acceptance, I would say, is like together with letting go. You know, let's say it's like letting go is like in an intermediate stage because it basically stretches. Once you've got the answer and it makes you sad or angry or devastated or whatever, and then you've got that answer, you know, that woman doesn't want you. That's a hard one to catch. It's like, all right, you know, play ball with it. And once you've experienced this, you know, emotional tornado, this tsunami that just like, you know, the tsunami of truth that breaks over you, you know, this giant wave. Now the walls are shaking, possibly with my spirit. Sometimes I feel like, sometimes I feel like some people try to get into here. I'm trying to avoid that. Because I really have to keep this a clean space. Right, so it's like, 
Sometimes it takes me really long to let go of an idea once it's settled. And an idea that reminds me of that movie with the dreams, of course. Um, now comes up Interstellar. Well, that's not it. Deception, that's not it. I mean, you know the one with Leonardo DiCaprio. They dive into dreams. I've watched it so often. Insomnia, maybe. Could be the name. But actually, it's the other way around, right? Or it seems to be. Because that's a weird thing. Like, they get intoxicated or sedated and then they get into this dream world whereas I have the feeling when I'm awake that's the dream right it's like I'm dreaming something I don't have to escape I just have to keep my eyes open and keep on manifesting so doesn't matter it's really unimportant how this movie is called inception that's what the name is i believe now i'm insecure but it sounds all right it's not inception fuck you know for this kind of stuff i always had a place for movies and the names of actors and that's I think what smoking also helps me is to forget these things because I'm at home now in an apartment where I don't have Wi-Fi so I only have internet through mobile data which means I'm limited which means I cannot watch movies anymore I used to like watching Rick and Morty when I watch Rick and Morty, then I watch somebody else's creation. But I want to be creative myself. But so every time that comes up, this Rick and Morty, you know, you could watch that if you had Wi-Fi. I just appreciate that I used to enjoy it. And that when I have access to maybe Netflix or streaming or just Internet, you know, I could watch it. Or I could just remember the feeling that I had when I used to like watching it. Because now it might just bore me. And then I may ruin the memory that I have. It's like, you know, it's sometimes better to remember a place where you live than actually going back there. Because when you go back there, you will realize that you are no longer a part of this place. And that sometimes also hurts. It's like seeing a lost lover... And realizing that both of you have moved on, you know, that's like the ultimate fear that each of us have, has to carry when you once loved and you're trying to get that back, right? I, I mean, I know what I'm talking about, you know, but I also made certain choices and sacrifices, if you will, you know, letting go of sleeping with other women. These things need transitions. That doesn't mean that, you know, while I'm letting go of it, I'm still doing it. No, that means that 
while I'm letting go of it, I have to find methods that help me to alleviate my sexual impulses, like the pressure of them. So I stopped watching porn and I started using GIFs. Because that helps me at the moment when I'm craving for female attention. Because I also stayed away from other women, like mothers and stuff. But not totally. I have contact, which is important. So, right, and when you've let go enough, then you may accept it at some point. It may, of course, it may come back, but then it also may feel like like a distant memory and not like a fresh wound or something. You know, it's like, it's okay, right? Pornography may have been one of my first loves or lovers, but I think it's time to let go now, which I've never managed with any woman before and I'm still clinging to pornography because I need sexuality I know this now so now we've come to acceptance so we started at asking questions and then I would say finding answers or getting them because sometimes it's more like take this like what's this oh wow this is heavy what the right like how can I get rid of it again? But sometimes I also find things I wish I rather hadn't. But that's also okay. Anyway, so it was finding answers and then, you know, transitioning through stages of letting go into acceptance. And I think once you've accepted it, you can relax into the fact that you will be in bliss even when you suffer. But of course, that takes a lot of accepting and a lot of answers, which means a lot of questions, which means your spirit will remain curious, which means that you will heal your inner child. Because it's not just about asking questions like, how can birds fly? You know, it's like, Why am I unable to move today? Where is my happiness gone? Why do I feel like, you know, sometimes I have this. I want to cut a knife, you know, I want to cut an onion. And then I take the knife and in front of my inner eye, I'm jamming the knife into my eye. Like inner eye is in the center, right? That's the third eye. And I have this vision and I think, what's going on? It's like self-sabotage, I think. I think it's if I don't have an eye, you know, I don't have to work. Which means that if we get back to the four stages of bliss, That when you ask the question, what is my purpose? And then the answer comes, it's like, oh crap, right? It's like, 
you may think it's mediocre, you may think it's too much, you may even, you know, you will know that it's, that's it, you know, you will know it, but you will try to reject it. You will know it and you will try to reject it. I feel a little awkward, actually, that I'm recording it now already, instead of making it fresh, but you just have to understand. You know, I'm planning to be also free most of the time. You know, I've done a lot of work first so that I can relax after if you get what I mean. Now I'm considering and actively But I think they're done. I'm just going to roll another one. Because I'm not that dense. Forty one minutes, twenty to go. Yeah. So the choice is basically that you take responsibility for the answers you receive. Because you were the one that was asking the question. And you can only blame everyone to a certain degree. At one point, you either take responsibility or just fuck off. Yeah, and I've had people asking me for a favor. And then I engaged with them. And then they were getting like cocky with me, like even really unfriendly, angry kind of stuff. Because they reached out and when they did, they realized, holy shit, that guy has an insane pace. And he's actually asking me to do things and he's setting very firm boundaries. It's like, if you're like this, I'm going to be like that, right? So if you start pissing me off, you know, I'm probably going to swallow it a couple of times. But at some point, you're going to feel my teeth, my friend. And that doesn't mean I'm going to hit you. That just means I'm going to tell you something that you won't like until you stop bugging me. Because I think that's what people really want, right? They want truth. But the problem is... Do I have to be the one that gives the truth? But at some point, you just have to do it. So, you know, how can you be in bliss, for instance? You know, let's just talk about this for a second. Um, I'm not sure if I have elaborated on this already. I don't want to get like too drawn into it Jesus 
but it's about basically hey my last five papers probably good but they're also cheap right <laughs> yeah madness I would say if you come to bliss you know there's always the fifth stage and that's certainly madness and that keeps it fun because if you're just in bliss it just gets boring you're just gonna sit around everything's gonna be perfect but I like it if it's a bit like insecure if you know what I mean it just keeps you busy if you feel like something you know something's not right you always keep looking because if I'm there I'm gone if you know what I mean right if I'm there I'm gone then it's over so I like to meander through my life right I like taking certain times trying a shortcut and seeing where it gets me say so you know sometimes I could say a good friend a good friend of mine who's really old and who carried me as a baby <laughs> yeah he always used to say what did he say he said I know a shortcut and that was an adventure you know we always made fun of that but we had the best things right it's like I know a shortcut it's like everybody oh yeah because we all wanted to get home but he wanted to discover and so he dragged us along and it took me until now and that's probably like I don't know 28 years to appreciate it's so weird isn't it because there are no shortcuts if you take a lot of psychedelics now you're gonna have to put in the work later and I'm just working and smoking at the same time and when the load becomes too much then I'm gonna slow down a little you know and then if several people tell me to chill and I realize how sensitive everybody is then yes it makes me a little bit angry but it also shows me okay you have to be a bit more sensitive now because people are really 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 sensitive but I'm like a shaman warrior full-on kundalini shit right it's like I have a lot of potential and if everybody always tells you to chill then you're getting a little bit anxious if you know what I mean so if you keep telling me to just chill then I'm gonna tell you that the reason that you like me as your friend is because I don't chill because I get shit done while you sit at home and smoke and chill and just jerk off you know I create 
hundreds of hours of content which bring no money so maybe if you sit at home and smoke and jerk off you know I also jerk off so I know I shouldn't judge you too much and all that kind of stuff but sometimes it's just nice to see that it works and it works on a human to human basis right if I'm with people I generally feel good but I also have to say that when I'm alone I'm a little bit anxious myself and that's what people feel and that's why sometimes I just annoy people a little bit with my presence so I can share what I'm doing and then people get intimidated and then they say chill why do they say chill because they realize how much I carry and I you know I say that and I fully mean it and I'm also aware of the severity of my claims but I think that's one of the first lessons that everybody carries something else and that's just what I learned you know I carry the free spirit in that sense other people carry like the financial load and of what do they carry it of themselves but first of all also of the freedom movement right it's important to know what you're doing it for. You know, I'm fighting for freedom, which is a very different thing than, you know, fighting for keeping the state alive, because the state to me is basically fear. And let's just see if I can make a prognosis, because I've already covered the subject, the four stages of bliss plus stage five madness. Because if I'm only sane and if everybody, everything makes sense and then there's never any aggression, you know, I'm, you know, I'm like tapping into topics that I will come to at a later stage because for now it's like too intense. Also, I have to build this up a little. I have like an insane set of experiences and I have 51 episodes to bring it into context. And I also have episodes just talk about completely random things. So right, I learned that I also need structure. So I took a big sheet a3 or something I wrote down podcast 2024 and then I wrote down 51 numbers the 52nd I you know the voice said keep it open so I only wrote down 51 and it said it's going to be fun 
Who's, who knows why? And then I started naming them. And then at some it took me a bit longer. Sometimes the next already came while I was writing the previous one. Or the current one. And then sometimes I get one word and then I'm trying to move it around. And then I sometimes think it's truth, but then it's something else. Yes, spoiler alert, if you don't want to know what's coming next week, you should probably turn off now. But actually, I think I want to do it sometimes like this. Next week's episode is going to be called Start With What You Can. Which of course brings me back to the four stages of bliss which is just a concept I came up with now. Or that I was guided, right? It's like, write a book about this, you know? Talk about that. Start with what you can. I just write down what I feel and then I fill it with content or with substance or with just myself. So what you can do is figure out where you are. What questions do you have? What questions need to be answers, answered? Because answered. if you ask what do you want, it's a very complicated question at first. When you start making experiences or looking at what you already know about yourself, you know, what you like, what did you not like, then it starts to become fairly easy at some point to make choices which is important to keep moving on, right? You have to at some point choose a woman or a partner or a man or you have to choose, you know, do you want to be like everybody else? Because that doesn't basically exist. You know, it's just something you have in your mind that they're all like that, but nobody's just like that. I talk with people on the streets and basically everybody I meet that I speak with has some kind of spiritual knowledge in them. And they see things, everybody sees things, but some just, you know, pretend that they aren't real. And that's then the delusion, right? It's like why some people are deeper trapped in the Maya or whatever, right? It's like when you realize it's a dream, it's scary, but it's also liberating. Because you can make certain very intense experiences like being threatened by a knife or being punched in the face and having no real physical agony from it and feeling like you've just become a god or something. But maybe it just didn't happen because I didn't want to be hurt or maybe I was protected. But it happened. And there are areas in the city now that I avoid. Because it got really intense and I realized that guy would probably kill me if I would cross his way. Because I didn't take him serious. Because I didn't even know 
But now I know and that's a good thing. Because now I can avoid certain areas of the city and figure out where I actually feel free. Because usually people that control like the city environment, they stay there, but I also can't be too sure of that. So I also have to be prepared that maybe a challenge may arise. So when you ask questions, you become answers. You know, I was asking a question, is there a lot of criminal activity in this city, which is Lüdenscheid? And I realized there is, but you just don't see it. But no, I felt it. So I was a bit like stupid for some time. And then I learned some lessons and then I like slowed down a little. And I realized I want to leave my energy where it matters, which is projects that inspire and motivate me to work hard. And I found one such project just opened up to me some days ago, basically. And that was a punch in the face, but it also helped me to get back on track. To stop being in the city and slouching off with people that live on the streets and get drunk and smoke with them and talk with them and give them tea and stuff and walk with them. And I started getting back to creating content because what I realized, what we really need is money. So if you have money and you want to invest it, you know, you can donate money to me and I will see that it's put to good use. You know, I will use it to create content to make sure that content is available and I have the equipment to make new content. And I also will make sure that I distribute the money to people that I believe in and that I know fight the good fight. No violence, but truth. Yeah, and truth can be violent. But no fists, right? But still I have to be prepared in a way. I owe that to my child and to my wife and my, you know, my inner child, but also my child that I will want to be a father of or will be. I see it. It's coming. So I have to make certain choices so that nobody wants to threaten me and my family. But that also means I have to stand like sturdy on the ground. It's like sturdy fella, right? It's important as a man to be able to take charge of the situation when you feel it is getting out of hand. And I'm the position of probably holding ceremonies with people who may have ingested psycho psychedelically active or substances that connect you to spirit. I would rather call them like this. Mediators between both worlds. Translators. Mediators. I like that. Because it takes off this drug 
filth. You know, I feel nothing but love. Not always, I also feel fear. But then I can feel love again, right? So, yeah. You know, there's never just bliss. Because if you flip the coin, you know, it's like light and darkness. It's always like this. And we stand, you know, try to stand in the middle. But if somebody's really dark and he wants to take my life, or wants to destroy me, I at least want to know that, you know, I'm tough. So I'm sometimes like gently hitting my arms and my fists against trees or wooden objects just to harden myself a little so I know, you know, I can take a punch but I can also deal it. And I've trained this, getting better at it. And I think people can sense then that you can hold your ground. Then they rather leave you alone. And that's all I want, right? Just leave me be, you know. All right, maybe I won't talk to you again. But is that really a loss? I think I'm lost for words. And I don't actually think that words are turds anymore. I think words can have a lot of meaning. And I appreciate that I've been given the gift to express myself in such an open way that I can basically say whatever I want on here, on this show. And that's why it's also important to me, which is why it's actually a sign of appreciation that I put so much effort into creating this and maintaining it. Because I really want to do the best that I can because also of the people that I have met. And that's like... Sounds like a bit smooshy, but sometimes, you know, you also need soft love because there's a lot of hard love. And sometimes, you know, you just want it to be a bit soft. But sometimes it's also better to be just soft with your woman. But sometimes you also have to be a bit hard with her. You know, it's like, you know, you don't just only want flowery sex. Sometimes you also want, like, really passionate sex. You know, just like gently bite the ear or pinch her a little, right? Just tweak her nipple a little harder. You know, I'm just saying things I like to do that I remember, right? Like in a playful way, not like I want to hurt you or, you know, dominate you into obedience or something but more like you know this is fun and everybody has their own style anyway each relationship is different cheers